my message this morning is kind of uh, it's, it's really it's kind of cool because it follows through with um, uh, what we're talking about, you know, um, pushing through, uh, being dedicated, being loyal to that which God has given to us, being loyal to him first and foremost. But to be loyal to God means that we got to be focused on God. So my my statement this morning or my question is on what or on whom are you focusing on today? Because if you think about that, on what or on whom are you focusing on? Like Lance, you're focusing on completing. If you were to focus on Jollibee or something, you're not going to complete what you're trying to accomplish. You will become or start to emulate what you focus on, right? Same with you, sir, you know, with, with sales. If you don't focus your sales strategy, you're not selling anything. You know, if you don't focus on the people you're targeting so you get to know your customers and your clients, what you focus on is what you become, right? And it's fascinating because when we focus, just like an athlete, once upon a time I used to be an athlete, like a young athlete. I say I'm an older athlete, but a young athlete, you know, and I focused on dunking. I focused on being able to run, to endure. So to do that, the pain I suffered to get to that didn't matter as much. In fact, it fueled me because my focus wasn't on the pain. My focus wasn't on the struggle. My focus was on an end goal. My focus was on where I was going. So let me ask you today, where is your focus? Because I want to say two things here, like, and I don't want to sound cliche, but if you, weakness focuses on, the, uh, on, on what you're going through, on circumstance. It, it breeds weakness or it leads to weakness. You feel exhausted. When you focus on those things that are the barriers, the hardships, and the word says you will go through battles. There's no doubt about it. But my point is this. When we focus on those things, it weakens us. But strength focuses on what? Our end goal, where you are going. But to do that, it takes what? Endurance. It takes patience. That's where it starts to become a battle. And I want to encourage you with this, that with patient endurance, God promises us that when we, when we exercise it, there's, this is what he says. So I don't know if you have your Bible. If not, I'll read this out. It's out of James chapter 1, uh, verse 2. I'm just going to go through a little bit. And I believe this will encourage you because I am pretty certain that today each one of us has circumstances that we could focus on. And I want to encourage you to lift your eyes up and focus on who God has called you to be and what God has called you to accomplish. Each one of us has an inheritance if we trust in God, right? You go into the promised land. If you're not focusing on the promised land, you're focusing on the giants. When you focus on the giants, you start to feel weak and fearful. It doesn't mean that you won't have those struggles. I'm just saying focus changes how we get through things. You see, failure doesn't look the same, even failure. And I say that word failure um, with honesty. Failure doesn't look the same when our focus is right. Think about it. Every successful businessman that you'll meet, my father was a very successful businessman. He made big money, 
business in 63 countries. He'll often have said to me when I was young, I failed my way to success. See the difference? I failed my way to success. He didn't say I just succeeded to success. But if his focus was on failure, then he would have been weakened and stopped. His focus was on success. Therefore, failure was just an obstacle to go through. Failure does not look the same. And I want to encourage you guys today, if you feel like you've failed anything in your life, God says, look to me. Focus your eyes from here down to me up. Focus on me. I am all that you need. I am everything and you will lack for nothing. Let me show you what it says in James. <clears throat> it says this. Faith and endurance, okay, from verse 2. So, um, dear brothers and sisters, that's all of us here. When troubles come your way, when, not if. You see how the word just describes it? When troubles come your way, and we all know this is a fact, consider it an opportunity for great joy. <laughs> that's amazing. This is called putting on the mind of Christ, a different mindset. What's the first thing we do when trouble comes our way? In, yeah, <laughs> in the normal sense, there's no joy. There's fear, worry, stress. It's, but what I was saying is, troubles will look different or failure will look different when our focus is right. And this is why it says, for you know that when your faith is tested, your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. Like I said about that athlete, when your muscles are tested, when your life is tested, there's a chance for endurance to grow. And the key here is endurance. So let it grow. Like, then just go through it, son, daughter. You can't grow endurance without pushing your muscles, without pushing your faith and say, God has said, regardless of this circumstance, I know that God has called me in my family, in my relationships, in my workplace. God has called me. He said, I will go through, right? So that means, so let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, not somebody else's, because sometimes we can run off other people's, um, <clears throat> in a race, you can get into a slipstream and you can run behind somebody or on a, on a cyclist my son is a wild cyclist, 17 years old. He just did 80 kilometers, averaged like 25 kilometers an hour. I'm like, you are a maniac. He goes, but the greatest thing, Dad, was when I was behind a truck, I, it was so easy. I was in its slipstream and it pulled me along. So he was riding on the coattails of a truck. He goes, if I was to go with somebody else, we could take turns and we could rest and be, we could go even longer. I could do 100 kilometers. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Why do you want to do that? But that's his thing. <clears throat> but my point is this. We can ride for so long behind a slipstream of somebody else. We're running off somebody else's endurance. God says, your endurance is what I'm interested in. Your walk, your vision, your faith. So when he says this, so let it grow for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, lacking nothing, needing nothing. Wow, what a promise. So it is in and through the, 
the circumstances and endurance. That's why we can go, <clears throat> do you see the difference in mindset and focus? So when we go through struggles and troubles in your life along the way, count it as joy. How in the world, in the normal sense, can we? It's when we know the flip side of that is that it grows endurance. And when endurance is fully matured, you will lack for nothing. You will be perfect and complete. So that's why when we, when we go God's way, when we think, when he says you put on the mind of Christ, you, you take off the worldly th thought process. How does Christ think? How does God think of me in these circumstances? It takes faith. I will glorify God in every step that I take, in every button that I press, in every drawing that I make, whatever it is that's in our life today. If you think, you know what, there's a struggle right here and I will patiently endure because in its time, when it's fully developed, my endurance will lead to a completeness and I will lack for nothing. So therefore, when trouble comes, yes, <laughs> right? I mean, I used to joke about it in the gym, like no pain, no gain, buddy. When I, we used to run a CrossFit sessions, right? I used a CrossFit gym, and a guy, ah, oh, Wood, a coach Wood, my muscles are hurting. Yes, your muscles are hurting. What? Well, you're getting there. You're now getting there. Now go through. Focus not on the pain. Focus on where you're going. But in, in God's kingdom, when we focus, and he says, I count this as... It's nothing compared to the surpassing glory that's set before me. That's what Apostle Paul said. And he said that while he was in prison in jail with rats. You know that his focus was pretty clear. This is nothing compared to what's coming for me. So I will patiently endure. So I want to encourage you guys, whatever it is that you're going through this week, I want to ask you, on what or on whom are you focusing because we can focus on man. You can focus on pleasing man, not God. It's very easy to do because in our minds, I want to please man. I like people to like me. I like people. Okay? So I can slip into the thing of I'm trying to please Henry to make sure that he's good. When in fact, God says, your focus is not on man. It should be on me. So that when you do go through those hardships, you can in faith believe that you're going to come to a complete and you will lack for nothing. Isn't that encouraging? And then he carries on here. So if you need wisdom, you ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But you see, with focus comes what? Complete, almost like blinkers on where you're going. Because he talks about loyalty here in the next phase. So I, I, I want to ask you guys, on what are you focusing on? And secondly, where do your loyalties fall today? Are you, because if you don't have faith, it's impossible to please God, right? You've heard that in Hebrews. So therefore, when we're focusing, we need to be fully focused. It's like I was saying earlier. You can't try to complete something if you're looking at something else. If your eyes keep wandering and focus, it just won't happen. But when you ask Him, be sure that your faith is in God and the key here, alone. We can ask God, but in our heart, our faith is also in the world. But I think maybe this will still come through. My safety net is here. So you're asking with partial faith. Do you trust God or not? 
There's no gray, it's black and white. In God is light, and darkness there is not. He doesn't create a gray set zone where you're kind of in between. Right? For a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. So if your loyalties are undivided this morning, that's how you can feel in life. And I want to respectfully and lovingly say maybe your loyalty is slightly divided. But the good news is God says today is a new day I've made. I want you to rejoice in it. Come back to me. Lift your eyes up to me. Repent. That means stop that divided loyalty in your heart. The only you know. And I will make your way complete and perfect, lacking for nothing. Even though you go through the waves and the storms, focus on me. Don't let your heart be divided. Why are you doing what you're doing? That's a good question to ask. Is it for you, the world, or is it for God, ultimately? And everything we do is worship, right? Our labor is worship. It's not like the Old Testament, 10% of who I am is God's and the rest is what I want. He says, everything, are you willing to lay down your life for me? Doesn't mean that you all have to do missions in the sense of the tickle world and mission. Our team, we know that when we do media, we are 100% missionaries. Because in my heart, I'm invading the space called media, air. The prince of the air. So I'm like, let's go, let's put up our swords and our shields right here. I'm going to give you something. So in my heart, when I'm making a video, as tedious as it can be, I know that in its vision, its focus, its end goal, even if it's about oil or some building, is that we're going to represent Christ. And it carries something that's so much greater. And that's what we all have. But the question is this. Are we loyal to God and God alone? Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Wow. When, when we're tossed by the winds. Right? That's verse 7. Verse 8. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world. And this is the flip side. And they are unstable in everything they do. So we've gone from perfectly lacking nothing to unstable in everything we do. So like I said, lovingly, the word cuts, right? And if this cuts, don't be afraid. The reason why is because God says, I want to make you whole. So things have to die. You've got to let things die if you really want to focus. <clears throat> so today, patient endurance, what are you focusing on? If you're finding yourself weak, the chances are we're focusing on the circumstances, not where we're going. But if you're focusing on where you're going, if it's a divided loyalty of where you're going, then you'll find yourself unsettled in everything that you do. It's pretty clear. So the good news today is when we, when we focus on God and our loyalty is, re is realigned. And the way to realign our loyalty is to repent, turn from that which you know is not focused on God. And then he says, then you will have everything you need. You will lack for nothing. And therefore, when those trials come, you can count it as joy. Yes, I have another opportunity to see God lifted up in my life, and I'm going to get to the goal. I'm going to claim the land that he said is yours. Each one of us has an inheritance in the Lord, but it's got to be your endurance. Don't run on the slipstream of others.
This can happen with brothers, friends, family, anything. Say, what, what has God called me to do? Where am I right now? How can I make sure that my loyalty is for Him and Him alone in this season? And then we go. Amen? So it's a new day. That's the good news. And this should cut, I'm pretty sure it'll cut all of us. There'll be things in our hearts only we know behind closed doors. You're like, that's a divided loyalty. Or my faith isn't in God alone like it says here. My faith is in worldly systems or, right? God says everything is His. All the sheep and the cattle on a thousand hills. It all. Be, you think God needs anything of ours? <laughs> no. So it's a joy when we can use who we are, who God has made you to be. It's perfect and you are wonderfully made. When we're perfectly loyal, when we're not, then we're unstable. It's, it's a very straightforward thing. So in a moment, what we'll do is we'll pray. We'll thank God for an opportunity to have a fresh start today. And I encourage you guys, look at what you're focusing on, reset it. You have to repent in your heart before you and the Lord. Repent and realign your loyalty to God and God alone. And then re-offer everything that you do for Him and say, I'm doing this for your glory. And so therefore I can mop, I can wash dishes, I can do whatever it is that I'm doing right now. And it's going to get me to where you've called me to be. Which is, which is what? Perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. I'm pretty sure if you put this up on marketing on Facebook. Hey guys, do you want the elixir of truth that makes you perfect and complete and lacking nothing? Click on the button below. Yes, please. Right? The whole world's looking for this, but they're looking in the wrong place. They're not looking to who brings life. His name is Jesus. So today we go to Jesus. We go to God and say, God, I'm here. And he says, you're welcome. You're welcome. He's not, God, he, he's not evil. He's good. He doesn't bring the temptations. Temptations come from our own desires. These obstacles are not sent by God. He says that later on. God is never tempted to do wrong, and He never tempts anyone else. Temptation comes from our own desires, which entices us and drags us away. These desires give birth to sinful actions, and it carries on. Remember that God is only light and good. All good things come from Him. Things in the world are the things that we go through when our focus is right. And you are strong in God. That's so why, like I said, I am only made strong in and through my weakness because I'm trusting Him. So let's pray.